this thing is a great gift day, um, a strip show, dance show. We're there, dude. Welcome back, guys. On today's show, did you die when you sneezed? And where's my package, FedEx? And did you see the Island Boys' first concert? Well, we'll dive into that show here as well. And are you negging me? All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things going? Over to my far right side is IT Dan. Yes, good afternoon. We are broadcasting from the COVIDSapien.com studios just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. And I'd like to start right now by saying I apologize for not doing a show last week. Uh, I did leave you guys a little message. I'll tell you kind of sort of what's going on. Uh, I hope you guys listen to that in my heart. My heartfelt sympathy apology uh, for why we didn't do, do a show last week. Now, Dan, uh, last week was Thanksgiving. Yes. We, ha- we had everything all set up. We were going to be here in the studio. We were going to do an early show. That way we could get back to our families and everything and you know enjoy this, this nice holiday. How was your holiday? Uh, my Ho- holiday? Hopefully better than mine. Yeah, no, my holiday was good. Went and saw some family. Just saw about f- uh, four friends, uh, four relatives. It was quiet. Did you have turkey and all that stuff? No turkey, no stuffing, no mashed potatoes. Good, good. What would you have? I had a monster chicken parmesan and lasagna, meatballs and sausages, because my brother-in-law makes it so good. Are you Italian? No, but I'm Swedish. (laughs) But uh, it tastes so good. it tastes better than the turkey and everything. I didn't even. I was so stuffed after that. Now, yeah. you know that that's fine. I know a lot of people do ham for Thanksgiving, uh, for Christmas dinner. Usually, people do ham for Christmas dinner. My wife and I, we we'll get a because it's just me and her. We'll get a fillet, a nice chef sirloin fillet, a petite fillet, and then a lobster tail, and that's what we have. And people think we're weird for doing that. But here's the thing. So we were all set to go, Dan. Are you ready for this? We were all set and ready to go. This uh, is a sad story. You and I, we agreed that you were going to be here early on, on Wednesday morning. We were going to do the show, and then, like I said, we can get back to our families and everything. Now, what you don't know is we have family driving up from Florida. Now, I'm a Florida boy, born and raised. And they're driving up, and they were leaving Wednesday morning at like 4 or 3 o'clock in the morning because it's an eight-hour trip, and they were going to get here by 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Great. Dan comes up here. We do the show, knock it out, and then we have the whole entire afternoon to, to do what we need to do. Uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, around 3 o'clock in the morning, the power went out. Now, the power went out because that night it was 24 degrees here in Marshville, and this town of you know 2,500 people, uh, it, the grid is so weak. You know, it's Texas. We have a Texas grid here. Then. So what happened was at like two, three o'clock in the morning, I just woke up. You know how when the power goes off in the middle of the night, you just you sense something's not right. And I look up and none of the lights are on. Nothing's going on. And and I kind of went, you know, hey, babe, the power went off just to let you know. You might want to set any alarm on your phones just in case you got to get up early. So the night went on. We woke up early in the morning, six o'clock, get up to do our normal chores. The power is still out. Now, mind you. Our friends and family from Florida are making their way up to North Carolina. Now, we don't have heat. We have no lights, no power, can't cook anything. Now, this is the day before Thanksgiving. I My thought w- you had some propane heat. We have propane heat, but you have to have something to push the heat through the house. You have to have some kind of motor. You know, I can light the fire, but the, if the fire is just going to sit in that one spot, what good is it for? So we get a text message from Duke Energy, you know, 600 people who are out of your, in your neighborhood are out of power. Now, because I'm thinking in my head, because we've taxed the grid so much, people plug it in like portable heaters, you know, there's a little oil heater back there behind you, Dan. It just taxed the grid and, and it threw a circuit breaker somewhere and they can't figure out where the, where the line's dead. They said power's not going to come on until 10 o'clock. So 10 o'clock comes, comes and goes, still no power. Meanwhile, family's still trekking up from Florida and then we get a text message. It's not going to come on until three o'clock in the afternoon. My wife is now total panic mode because she was supposed to cook, you know, cakes and pies. She does all her desserts the day before Thanksgiving. She can't do shit. She can't do nothing. So we couldn't do the show either. We had no power. We just up here talking to ourselves with flashlights under our chins. And you you couldn't play video games. I couldn't play video games only on my phone. Thank God to the phone. But then you have to say to yourself, at what point do you go? Yes, I do have a generator, but it's at the time it's like 34 degrees outside, so nothing's melting in the refrigerator. Nothing's melting in the house. We have refrigerator or coolers outside in the garage, and then the the refrigerator in the house. So I'm not worried about the food defrosting because it's already cold out. Finally, 
my well, my wife freaks out. Oh, it's not going to be ready. <laughs> the power's not going to be out until three o'clock. She is in total panic mode. I'm thinking to myself, how am I? How can I cook a crumb cake on the grill? I mean, essentially, it's just a big oven. You know, put the lid down, keep the temperature around 350, and then you could cook a crumb cake. I'm I'm problem solver, problem solving guy now. As soon as she got that text message, and this was quarter to eleven. You know, panic mode, and then all of a sudden, 12.30, right on the dot, bing, power comes back on, everyone's good, everyone shows up, they were none the wiser that the power was out, until 7 o'clock that same evening, the power went out again. So now we're in complete, I got a house full of people, cookies and cakes and stuff are in the oven, power goes off again at 7 o'clock, because now the temperature's dropping below 30 degrees, again, the power grid gets taxed. So now, panic mode, so we're running around with flashlights and candles and trying to keep everything warm, trying to keep everything cooking, and then luckily within 30 minutes the power came back on. So needless to say, we had no power to do the show, we almost didn't have power to cook, start cooking Thanksgiving dinner, and now here we are a week later, I apologize, Dan apologizes, this is the first time he's hearing about it too, he didn't know, he thought I was mad at him, I said I'm like, not doing the show this Wednesday, (laughs) and that's all I got, that's all Dan got, so Dan thought I was mad at him for something. No, but I, I I don't understand. So why couldn't we do the show? We had no power. We had a we had a generator, and I've done a, a show with the generator before, but it, it's a no, It's noisy down in the in the garage there. So all right, we'll we'll let it go this time. All it's, right. it's it's just a bad excuse. That's you don't you don't get paid for last week's show either. Yeah. So <laughs> now I got a problem. Now I got a real problem. No, I've got a problem too. And we unwrapped. Uh, we bought three turkeys, and when I unwrapped one of them, I took some pictures of it, and you guys can see this when we come back, and you'll be disgusted of what I unrolled or unwrapped in a butterball turkey. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Santa's got a mullet and he's coming Christmas Eve. Santa's got a mullet. He's bringing gifts for you and me. Frosty has a stovepipe hat. And May I have your attention, please? Profit Radio is giving you free gas. Free gas. Starting this Black Friday all the way till the end of the year. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Listen for the keyword. I'm curious about this broadcast. Post it on our Facebook page. I'm just finished yet. And one random listener will be chosen. You should shut the fuck up and play some music. <laughs> Good luck. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You're listening to. This is between me and that. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. That filthy cheap slut. A master of 2,500 beats and 300 tracks. This is Neon with his latest song, Mona Lisa. For more information, check him out on ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting from the COVIDSapien.com studios. Don't blame the Democrats or Republican, Trump or Biden. Blame the covert for this widespread virus. Go to COVIDSapien.com for more information. And uh, for more information on a lot of stuff is IT Dan over my far right side. Yes. You doing all right? Yeah. It's good to be back after a week's vacation. You remember how to do everything? No, I put the, I couldn't put the headphones on. I, I, <laughs> you I totally gotta, lost. You got to remember which camera is which camera. All right. So um, for those of you who don't know, we uh, actually, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. Uh, Dan, you still haven't figured out why my thumbnails aren't coming up on my blogger. I'll show it to no. you after the show, and, and you, you can look at it again. Um, but for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well, and, you're, and the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, click on Deacon Live, and you can see the audio portion and also the video portion of me and Dan here in the studios. Hi, everybody. <laughs> now, you guys are going to want to see this. Actually, go to camera five on this one, Dan. Now, when you buy a turkey... Uh, Butterball, you know, it's got the netting on it. Actually, I'm going to do this one here. It's got the netting on it, and then it's got that plastic wrap, and then the giblets and stuff are inside the neck or wherever the giblets go. Okay. And here at the the house, we do just the chicken breast. We don't do the dark meat on the side, so I bought – actually, I bought a whole turkey with dark meat because I smoked half of it. Then I bought two chicken breasts for the family, two eight-pound chicken – or, I'm sorry, turkey breasts. Now, I unwrapped one of them, and my wife says – I always clean it. You know how to clean a chicken? Yes. I I do like – You put it under the cold water in the sink well the cold out, yeah and then uh, i also do um kosher salt on top of it because that gets yeah. that kills a lot of the, the bacteria up underneath okay. you know the arms and stuff in the little crevices so you don't get tomain poisoning so i unwrap the first one now you guys know the history or what's going on as far as you know there's a short supply of turkey so i saw these like three weeks prior to thanksgiving so i mm-hmm. bought three of them here's turkey one what does that look like, Dan? Oh, it, well, let me go back to this camera here. All right. What does that look yeah, like? It, the, it looks like the skin is very loose on the turkey. 
All right. Yeah. When it looks like that, normally it's a nice tight skin on there, yeah. and then this is me pulling it up. How loose that? I, okay. I saw this on CNN. What? What is it? it? They said that it's it's popular this year because a lot of the turkeys were on the Mediterranean diet and <laughs> lost weight. I, I, and they you almost the had me, skin. You almost had me because I'm like going, really? <laughs> this this is popular. It looks like a friggin' nutsack. It it's does. <laughs> what it does? Yeah. But if you look right here, I mean, it looked like Ed Asner's nutsack. <laughs> I have yeah. never seen Ed Asner's nutsack. But look at all this right here. This is all like bruising. See all this? Yeah. And I I sent you know hashtag Butterball. I sent it on their Facebook page. They actually actually responded back to me and they said that this is not uh butterball quality look at i mean look at this all this bruising and stuff and they said here's your claim number keep the the tag because it's got the lot number and everything where it came from here and here's your um here's the 1-800 number hit four and this is your claim number and we'd love to hear from you this is not butterball quality have i called them no i haven't called them yet but i got the pictures and stuff i'm interested in we talking class action suit here we we could possibly get well i mean it'd be a household suit because it would be the only the the seven of us in the house, and now that you've seen it, I guess I got to bring you along yeah. unless I take care of you somehow. <laughs> so this is what I mean. This is a, a big surprise, you know. And I'm sitting there going, "Okay, this is done. I'm not. We're not using this one." So now I'm down to one turkey and a whole turkey. So hopefully, well, everything turned out fine. Everything was great. Welcome to Deacon Live, where you can lose your appetite real quick. <laughs> well, this family yeah. right here almost lost their appetite when they went to go check out at their local Target. Now, Target, the retail store, we cannot help it but to drop a hundred dollars every time you walk into Target. Unfortunately, this couple right here found a turkey weighing 12.32 pounds costs nearly $123,000. Right here, Dan. Yeah, I know we love Target as much as the next person, but we don't care what the store layout might be. You don't think anyone feels to be carefree with their pocketbook. Everyone's trying to save money. You're wondering if this turkey's covered in gold. Who can afford poultry with a price tag like that? Most people contend it's it's a joke. It has to be a joke. So what yeah. what actually happened was the little tag that's on the turkey, you know, it says yeah. how many pounds of turkey it is, and then it says price per pound. Well, okay. if you don't fill that in, it automatically by default just puts nine 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 on it. Well, someone forgot to you know drop the ball and did not fill this out. So when they checked out, the actual price of the turkey was $123,199.88. So they were freaking out. Of course, it was a you know miscalculation and stuff. But can, can you, you imagine? scroll back to the picture? Sure. Skin looks awful tight on it. <laughs> it is a tight-looking yeah. turkey. Yeah, maybe it's, it's worth it. Now, after eating all this stuff... A lot of people, I, I actually started yesterday getting back on my Mediterranean diet. So I started eating my, it was so boring, Dan. I've had sausage, biscuits, and gravy, and but eggs. But doesn't it feel good to be back on your diet? It, it does, but I mean, for four days straight, I had biscuits, sausage, eggs, bacon, uh, toast, all the all the bad stuff for like four days straight. And now I'm like, going, I'm looking at my Greek yogurt going, hmm, chia seeds and yeah. Greek yogurt. Here I come again. Guess so. what I added to my diet? What did you add? Hot chocolate. I'm <laughs> but I have it with Is that adding milk. it to your diet, though? Yeah, because, I mean, I haven't been having But now it's cold. I'm freezing all the time, so I have a hot chocolate every night. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're an old guy, Dan. You're, you're brittle. You're th- yeah. Your skin's brittle. <laughs> well, right now, there's another new diet that's coming out for all those that are trying to lose weight and try to get their, quote-unquote, gut health in organization here. It is called the GAPS diet, G-A-P-S diet. It eliminate, It's an elimination diet that claims to cure everything from ear infections to, what's that? Eczema. Eczema. What's it's eczema? It's skin. It's a skin. I think my turkey had uh, eczema. Dry skin. The GAPS, actually it's known as the Gut Psychological Syndrome. Diet helps you. It's an elimination type diet. It starts off with a liquid diet and then you gradually add certain types of food. The GAP diet claims to treat large list of ailments, but some experts are very, very skeptical about it. Right there, Dan. Oops. Yeah. A gut and psychology syndrome known as GAPS referred to idea that the health of your digestive system is directly connected to how your brain functions, which that is true. So the GAPS diet is designed as a way to help treat people with stomach ailments and a wide range of psychological issues. <laughs> psychological issues, I yeah. think, would be pretty intense what there. You, what you, if you eat yogurt every day, right. that changes your brain patterns. I've seen pictures before yogurt and after yogurt. Everything that goes in your stomach affects everything, including well, that, your brain. That's your second yeah. brain is yeah. your stomach. The GAPS diet claims to prevent all this by promoting good bacterial growth in the gut, eliminating high fiber and inflammatory foods. So here we go. 
let's see. Take it right there. Yeah, it has three different phases. One's the introduction, then you got the full GAPS diet, and then the reintroduction phase. Yeah, you start out with homemade soup made from fish or meat stock. You add organic yellow egg yolks and meat and vegetable stews without spices. Then you next you add avocado, flour-free pancakes, Ugh. cooked eggs, and fermented vegetables. For, now, yeah. fermented vegetables. What's a fermented vegetable? Um, doesn't sound good to me. I don't. I think I tried the Mediterranean diet before I try <laughs> this. So, but I mean, after that, you could try meat, olive oil, vegetable juice, and flour-free bread. It sounds yeah. very boring. Now, yeah. the phase of this diet continues for. You ready for yeah. this, Dan? One point five or one and a half years to two years before other foods like potatoes, ferments, and grains are gradually introduced. What? Almost two years. You got to eat this shit before you can actually bring in fermented grains and and stuff like that. But it's yeah. out there. I mean, there's there's crazier drug or crazier diets that people have taken and drugs that people have taken to, to lose weight. Why, why is this anything different? Basically, you're going to just drink juice and stuff for a year and a half straight, and then you might be lucky enough to have chia seeds in your, in I, your I, yogurt. I'm about 10 pounds overweight. I think I'll, I'll pass on this one. Now, a Colorado liquor store owner says that workers are quitting after one shift. If they don't like it, they won't come back. And now, out in Fort Collins, Colorado, they're struggling to retain workers. It's so easy to find work for some people are leaving after a shift and going elsewhere, he said. The first time in years, retail workers have the bargaining power in the labor market. Yeah, the owner of a liquor store in Fort Collins, Colorado, said the labor market in the United States was so competitive that retaining work was almost an impossible task. In an interview with the local news site, the Coloradoan, Wilbur's total beverage, total beverage owner, <laughs> Matt Dinsmore, said people were skipping interviews or quitting after one shift they decided they didn't like the job. They could simply walk up Main Street and find a new job on their lunch break. So you know? what, what was happening with at this store, this liquor store, so you hire, they Dan, they hire you, IT yeah. Dan. Hi, I'm IT Dan. It's my first day at work. Yeah. I mean, there's foregoing like interviews and stuff. You just walk in, they throw you a shirt. And you've, been there, you've been there for three hours. You, yeah, I'm going to lunch, and you walk down the street and get another job. Exactly. So, and But, yeah. I mean, it's got to be bad for a resume of any sorts. I mean, these can't be like career-type jobs or anything like that. They're just like the, the walk-and-dine type jobs, you know, the, the, the restaurants, the liquor stores, the, the small retail outlets and stuff. But, I mean, how can you know that you not, don't like the job? Because they make you lift boxes. I was just going to say, I was just gonna say Dan, Dan, get over there and restack that cooler full of beer and, and fermented vegetables. And you're like going, fuck this. I'm yeah. going next door. Yeah. I don't have to touch anything. Yeah, it's freezing in there. So. <laughs> I'm going to go next door to the pizzeria. And then they tell you to make a pizza and walk into the cooler to get the pizza dough. And you're like, fuck this. I'm going yeah. down to the Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> you just keep on down, down the road. It's just like a rotating shift of, of kids. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy world. So speaking of rotating kids, are, Dan, are you familiar with the Island Boys? I I had a very great life until you introduced me to them. No, I mean, I, I thought it was funny watching so, what they're doing. But, so if you don't know yeah. who the Island Boys are, these guys have, are just, they're not, no talent. It's just two kids from South Florida. They're, they have a Cuban background, I guess. They don't even know. I mean, their mom's Cuban, but who knows? Their father left them. Left them. <laughs> I would too, if you look at these kids. So they, they, they were in a hot tub and they were just kind of mumbling this song. And I guess it's just taken off because, not because of the song is catchy, not because it's, you know, the greatest masterpiece, like Hell, Hotel, Hotel, Hotel California or something like that. It's just this guy going, mumbling, and then that's it. And it just took off. I think they're just everyone in the world's making fun of them. Well, guess what? Now they got their chance. Like Millie Vanilli, they got yeah. their chance after after the record skip and they found out that, you know, Millie Vanilli wasn't singing the song surreal. They are going to now be able to do their own concert. This is the look from their first concert. Now, don't forget, for I guess we do, we have a matching video as well. And let's go to camera four on this one, Dan. And let's see. Here's the Island Boys. It's just them up on stage. You ready? I don't hear anything. Got the button pushed. Oh, oh, sorry. Now I got the button pushed. There you go. What do you hear, Dan? I don't hear anything. You don't hear anything? Hold no. on. I don't know why you don't hear. Oh, you know what? This is why. Right here. Let's try that. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Oh, let me turn this up. So they're booing them on stage. <laughs> Everyone's laughing at them. And then there you go. So 
their first concert. Uh, I mean, even though I think this had eighty five thousand views, um, and they did it on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Are they still going to get money for that eighty five thousand views? Or? It all depends on how they monetize their. I mean, this is Rep City, Rep City Daily, and they have fifty five thousand subscribers, so they'll probably get the money before Not the, those. Uh, guys okay, do. that's good. <laughs> as long as they don't get it right. All right, when we come back, we'll get up to speed with technology with IT Dan. You're listening to Profit Radio, or you're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. We'll be right back. They stab it with their stealing eyes, but they just can't kill the beast. has asked you to like our page. What? What am I supposed to do? Hell yes. Profit Radio has oh. asked you to like our oh. page. You want me to... Uh, I accept them. We at Profit Radio would love for you to like our page. What? Baseball? Cool. Got that one too. Yes. Oh. I'm good. We Shit. at Profit Radio... Yeah, I accept that one too. We'd love for you... Holy Christ. To like Honey, this is awesome. This is Shit. awesome. What? This is awesome. I'm, 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 I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay, got it. Oh, shit. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Profit Radio. Always, always seems to find you. What you want, you don't need, cause you lock you down. So why you be... Deacon Live now presents you Tanja Carroll with her latest song, Lost in Paradise. Above all, there is love, which is something most people can agree on. For more information, check her out on ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting live from the COVIDSapien.com studios. For all information of who actually caused this whole entire virus outbreak, go to COVIDSapien.com studios. And for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. And now it is time for Up to Speed with Technology with IT Dan. Yeah, you'd think that technology would solve most things, if not everything. But Chick-fil-A, the CEO, Dan Cathy, admitted they estimate that 30% of the people are driving off, driving away because the lines are so long. You know, McDonald's is testing artificial intelligence, ordering at the drive-thru. Now, hold on. Chick-fil-A has done a great job as far as working people through the drive-thru. Why are people getting upset? I saw something that said, you know how people were waiting for the COVID test? They should take initiative from the actual people at Chick-fil-A. Well, this is what the CEO from Chick-fil-A was saying, that he, that 30% of the people are really? driving off. They said people are happy with them. They're polite. They're nice. They're, but they're walking away. <laughs> and all these other companies, you Fuck know, you. Mac- <laughs> McDonald's and all these companies are trying to, all this other technology, and nothing that Chick-fil-A is doing is work. It's, it's been often voted the slowest drive through and the employees are nice to everyone. So instead of it, instead of doing something technology, you know what they do? What? They build another Chick-fil-A right down the street. That's what that's <laughs> Well, it's what God's chicken, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if they listen to our podcast and they saw the different things they're doing with the robots, they'd probably take care of everything. I, I think Chick-fil-A yeah. just by themselves, for some reason, it, it makes those yeah. those middle-aged uh, white house mom, soccer moms, feel better about feeding their kids Chick-fil-A sandwiches because, you know, instead of going to like Popeye's to get a chicken sandwich for some reason you think that the chicken sandwich is like ghetto over there but it's probably twice as better yeah, it's good i just i just want to say by 2025 ibm projecting that there'll be frictionless quantum computing and it's supposed to blow away anything that we have what do we and, have now yeah that what we have now which is i mean some of these computers are super fast but they're making these quantum computers everything now is electrical and it has ones and zeros okay everything from your tweets to emails even listening to our show or watching youtube videos are essentially long strings of ones and zeros, binary. Now, quantum computers use qubits, which are typically subatomic particles, such as electrons and photos, and generating and managing
aging. It's just like science fiction. I'm, you, I mean, you lost me at ones and zeros. Yes, <laughs> and it's, I'm, I'm just saying that these things, they're, they're trapping individual atoms and on a silicone chip with ultra-high vacuum chambers. And it's, it's just insane. It's beyond anything I've ever seen. And we can't, cure, out with. And we can't cure cancer. And we can't get a toaster to post to- <laughs> toast the same way twice. So, okay. Or have someone say it right. Yeah, so I'm just, that's just something coming out that's just beyond it, the word. I'm reading those words. They're all English. I don't understand them. But so. is, it, is it a consumer product or is it oh. just still like business? Oh, no, this is going to be for business. But this is things like for, you know, uh, taking care of diseases and all. I mean, stuff that needs quantum power. I mean, crazy you know, <laughs> you, stuff. That you don't even know this. what that is. You don't yeah. even know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, that's it's all stuff that's not electrical. It's all done with protons and Neutrons. magnetic fields and stuff like all right. that. Yeah. What else you got? Um, and then there's this thing called a system on a chip, CSOC. And that's a, usually you have one chip in your computer that's your CPU unit, and then you have all your other items off of it. Mm-hmm. But now they're coming up with a system on a chip that's going to also include your memory, your USB storage, graphics. They can put everything that you're doing all in one thing, and they're using them. It's like an all-in-one, all-in-one uh, thing. Well, I mean, this yeah. is, I mean, this has go- been going on for centuries, and, or I said centuries, yeah. but yeah. decades. I mean, look at the first computers that was running NASA's. The computer you couldn't even fit in this room. Now everything fits in the in the palm of your hand. So yeah. for them to, to take all these other chips and make one big mega chip? Yeah. yeah. Well, instead of a processor, they're adding all these other items into a chip. Right. And that's mostly what you're finding. That's why cell phones are smaller and faster. And um, it's something that's they're starting to just come out with more often. That's what I'm just saying. But it it's like all-in-one thing, that, but it works. Usually when you do something all-in-one, like an all-in-one screwdriver, mm-hmm. it doesn't take off any screws. And we know, still can't cure yeah. cancer. No, we can't. <laughs> okay, what else you got? I don't know. That, that's about it. Have you been doing any jobs, uh, some uh, tech jobs or anything? Yeah. It's a guardhouse. Don't you have a car, the, car payment coming up soon? Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> now, the guardhouse yesterday, when, uh, they lost electricity a few times. I just had to go to reset a few things. And, and then I had to upgrade a computer to Windows 11. Now, when they, lose, when they lose electricity, do you lose le- electricity in the neighborhood? No, no, not always. Sometimes, and it's funny because it's fed in that same way, but they'll, they'll lose electricity and I don't. I don't know why. Maybe they got a breaker box problem. Yeah, they're probably doing that. Someone's <laughs> too fat in the chair. I don't know what they're doing. All right, yeah. thanks, Dan. All right, when we come back, you want to see if your time is up, your time is up. And this guy found out the hardest way that his time was up. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening to. Hey, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome to Prophet Radio's Unnecessary Christmas Music. Now the table's turned, I'm gonna take a stress away. We can have a party Christmas and a happy holiday. Starting now, all the way to. It's Christmas, and you're boring me. I found a little good friend in the store. December 25th. From all of us here at Prophet Radio. Happy holidays. Deacon Live now presents you a 12-year-old composer. His name is Amarta. This song has been inspired by his little baby brother. This is Abraham's Lullaby. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting from the COVIDSapien.com studios. Make sure you check them out. They've got some uh, some gear and stuff to show your support for them as well. And over to my right-hand side is IT Dan. Yes, uh, it's a great afternoon. <laughs> what did you say? You got fired from your job at the sperm bank? No, a friend of mine got fired from his job at the sperm bank. Oh, sure. You always know a friend. Yeah, drinking on the job. For every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. Uh, the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Deacon Live, and you can see us live here in the studio. Let me switch cameras here so everyone can see us. Hi, there. There we are. Cameras in the studio, and for every podcast we do, you can see that as well. And don't forget, you want something for free? <clears throat> Excuse me. Of course you want something for free. Uh, we bought a whole bunch of new promotional stuff, and the way you get that is to go to Profit Radio, click on Free Swag, fill out the little form there, and we'll mail some stuff out to you. we got some magnets, some stickers, some hologram stickers, and I actually bought some buttons. Yeah, and why do I get stuck going to the post office waiting in line? You're lucky, Dan. It's been yeah. kind of slow this month. You only had, I think, uh, 2,500 to send out over a week's period rather than the 10,000 we knew. 
normally send out. I didn't volunteer for that part. <laughs> it's, part it's in your contract. I'm going to walk down the street and get another job on my lunch break, like everyone else does. <laughs> You'll be walking a long time because <laughs> yeah. we're out in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Yeah. Now, this guy right here has been waiting a long time for the not-so-obvious to happen. A man who has been delivering pizzas for 30 years dies on the job. Wow. You imagine yeah. that? So right here. Yeah, a 45-year-old man who delivered for pizza for decades tragically died on the job after a porch collapsed at an Indiana home. The Connorsville Police Department identified the victim of William Fields, a delivery driver for a pizza king who lived in Connorsville, according to a press release. I guess Fields had worked at the establishment for nearly 30 years and was beloved by his customers. Some would ask, who's the driver tonight? And you would tell them, William. Well, we called him Billy, she told the outlet. And they would say, okay, just tell him to knock on the door and come in. Come in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring it on in. Yeah. So, so there you yeah. go. This guy, I mean, you know, when you're, your time's up, your time's up. And this guy's been delivering pizza, probably delivered to this house many times. You would think after yeah. a certain amount of times going in the house a couple times, you would, you would put your foot on the deck and go, you know what? Something's not right here. Yeah. And, um, and when they arrived, I guess he'd been unconscious and pinned by all the debris that fell down. There. Can you imagine uh, that? You're just doing your job yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. You fall through the floor of this, the guy's front porch that you've been delivering to for the last 30 years and it kills you. Yep. Well, I suppose when it collapsed, then all the columns are going to fall down and there goes the roof. And the so, roof right on yeah. top of you. I mean, probably pinched him or pierced off his neck, you know, pinched the right. Anyways, yeah. that's a horrible thought. Now, this gentleman right here actually has come back to life from the dead. An Indian man who had been declared dead following a gruesome accident stunned doctors and his grieving family members when he suddenly came back to life after spending a staggering seven hours in a mortuary freezer. I thought seven hours in the freezer would kill you. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. what's the temperature on that? I mean, yeah. you know, Walt Disney, I think they're getting ready to, to defrost that popsicle here in the next couple of weeks or so. I mean, I, there's been studies shown that unfreezing something can, once it, you know, if it was alive when it went in there, I don't know. Yeah, but there, I thought you get hypothermia and die from freezing. Well, well yeah. you would you would get damaged tissue. Like, your brain might not yeah. be 100%, you know, functional. You know, you might be able to move your arms, move your legs, but you can't form a complete sentence. Take this right here, Dan. The next morning, as the man's heartbroken family were preparing to complete the necessary paperwork for an autopsy being performed, his sister-in-law stopped in a track when she saw his body moving. He is not at all dead. How did this happen? He goes, look, he wants to say something. He's breathing. Kumars, other loved ones, as well as doctors and police, slightly ran over and looked, and indeed, the dead man was quite alive. Medical personnel promptly removed him from the chilly setting and transferred him to a unit where he's being treated for injuries sustained in his accident. So maybe his yeah. mind was out, like a, almost like a mini coma? Yeah, something and like so that. And so if you're in a mini so, coma yeah. and you they, get... They may not have felt any pulse or not any breathing. Well, well so. if you're in a mini coma and then you get yeah. frozen or put in a, a thing for seven hours, now yeah. it's going to take a while for yeah. a, a human body to go from, what is it, 98.6 down to any kind of, yeah. you know, freezing and, and, temperatures. And I mean, I got frostbite at 10 below zero. Well, this is 30, below 32, freezing. So. Th no, 32 is freezing. Yeah, so not anything 30, below. Yeah, anything below would be freezing. And I think yeah. they keep them at, I think, 6 degrees. I, I saw that somewhere where they keep the actual um, freezers for the mortuaries in, you know, the little trays that everyone slides in. I think they keep them at 6 degrees for some reason. There's oh. a, there's a, they can't do it at 5 degrees. They can't do it at 7 degrees. They're Oh, okay. Six degrees or something like that. Now, speaking of dead, or is it dead? This dog right here was captured chasing a, what they are calling a spooky ghost dog. Oops, turn that off. We'll call you back later. An eerie piece of security footage from Australia shows what appears to be a, a pair of dogs playing in the background of a homeowner believes that one of the canines was a ghost. The spooky scene reportedly occurred outside of Jane DeMarco's residence in the city of Melbourne, Australia. While smoking a cigarette in his garage, he checked out his home security system and noticed that the dog, his dog Ryder, was running around like he was playing with something, uh, which isn't normal behavior for him. So let's watch this video. Dan, go to full on this one, and let's see what you see. Now, this is a nice, this looks like your new, uh, this could be your Nest Camera yep. video footage here. Tell me what you see. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm showing one dog running around. But what's and, this here? And, and it looks like another dog is almost like a white dog, but it's it's almost transparent. But the, yeah. the dog's eyes, you the know. The dogs are playing with each other, I mean. But you ever yeah. see, you ever shine flashlights in like a swamp and you see all yeah. the, the, the eyes looking yeah. back at you, the yeah. alligators, the dogs, the white dogs that they're calling the ghosts, his eyes are doing the same thing for yeah. they had that reflective yeah. opal look to him. And then the dog disappears off to the side of the camera. I mean, literally, can like... We, can play it again? Right, hold, hold on. Yes, sir. Here we go. See, he's running around, but the dog... Let's see, where, where's he at? Oh, there he is. There's the black dog. Here's this almost transparent image of a dog... But it, there's a shadow. Is there a shadow there? I don't know. Yeah. 
I just think I think it's the limitations of the camera. I, I I don't think it's spooky. It looks cool. Yeah. But I think that's just the limitations. It's at night and you get it's kind of grayed out. And I think just that that the color of that dog, the the black dog was kind of blurry too. So see, yeah. and I love I love spooky yeah. scary videos oh, yeah. like this. Yeah. But unfortunately, because of technology and your yeah. your whatever processors yeah. that they're coming out with, they are. You can't fool anyone anymore, unless it's like a scary, like creepy image. But look what we found on Mars, and they're you know they'll show like an alien head pop up and then pop back down. No, it's it, you know it's fake. You, it's, I, I it's think, hard to believe. I, I don't think anybody faked anything with it. I think what you're looking at is just the limitations of that camera at night. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah, pe- I like it though. Yeah, people yeah. who do like, uh, I took a picture of my daughter in her room, and in the closet, I saw two pair of eyeballs. You know, it's it, I don't know. It's scary, yes, but... And why are you taking pictures of your daughter in the bedroom? <laughs> I saw a video. Yeah. Some guy took a picture of his daughter going to sleep, and there was something in the background. Now, Dan, you we're getting into cold season. Have you, I guess, with all your COVID shots, your 15 COVID shots, you haven't got a flu or any kind of sniffles or anything no, like I that? No, I got the flu shot, but I do sneeze. And I'll tell you, if I was ever lived near mountains, I would die in an avalanche. I sneeze so loud, and my wife... My wife says it sounds like airplane taking off. When, when I was a kid growing yeah. up, that was the only way I was allowed to cuss. Cause I, I figured it out as a kid. I was, you know, my family very strict and stuff. And they, you know, I couldn't say shit or damn. Of course, no kid should say shit or damn or fuck or anything like that. But I would say, I would sneeze and I would go, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, but that would be my, and my mom's like, what? I'm like, no, I sneeze, mom, I sneeze. And to this day, because I told myself how to do that, every time I sneeze, I always go, oh shit. <laughs> So it was just embedded in me. And what do you say when someone sneezes? You, you say, say, God bless you, and or gesundheit. And why do you yeah. say that? Just because the habit. Well, yeah. The, yeah. the theory is that your heart actually stops beating for that one split second that you sneeze, and then you know your heart comes back, and they say, God bless you, basically, welcome back from the dead. So here we go right here. Yeah, a post on social media claims a seemingly commonplace bodily function can lead to temporary death. Did you know when you sneeze, you die for a second? Reads a Facebook post with 100 likes in three days. Some commenters question the post veracity. Other comments seem to be convinced it's true. Heartbeat stops for a second when you sneeze. That's why you're dead for a second. I died 15 times a day. That's not true. The heart may skip a beat due to a quick change in blood pressure, but it doesn't cause temporary death. So there you go. So that myth has been debunked. Now, if you had any kind of heart condition and you know you lose blood pressure and your heart skips a beat or something like that, then you yeah. might you might have some problems. And it may be a little more permanent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When we come back, Dan, you watch football during things. Thanksgiving? Uh, you, yes. Do yeah. you really? Yeah, I love football. Is the TV in like in the other room? I'll, I went to my, my oh, your brother brother-in-law's house. It was in the living room. So, yeah. so did you eat in front of the TV or was it, like I said, the TV in the other room? I just had a couple um, chocolate chip cookies, but we ate in the other room. You're not you're answering the question. Is the TV in the opposite room where you're eating? Yeah. Okay. That's all I need to know. <laughs> I didn't need to know about is this the, a trick question? It is not. Well, this company right here is giving away yeah. its own Jumbotron so you can watch, I guess, football anytime you want while you're eating dinner. Stick around. We'll get into that here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper radio, I'll be right back. I like to imagine that I like you and you know my name. I don't even fuck with the girls over there, and I wanna tell you that my name is famous, shameless. I keep my girls real nameless, boys in the back bender. All right, guys, you're listening to Deacon Live. My name is the Deacon. Stick around, we have more coming up. Welcome to Prophet Radio's Unnecessary Christmas Music. He's a here comes Fatty with his sack of shit and all them stinking reindeer. Starting now. All the way till December 25th. From all of us here at Prophet Radio. Happy Holidays. Deacon Live now presents you Hollywood CVT with his latest song, I've Been Hurt. For more information, check him out online. Go to Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes as well. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting from the COVIDSapien.com studios. For more information, check them out over at COVIDSapien.com. And uh, don't forget, starting today, today is December 1st, first day of December, we start playing the worst, best holiday Christmas music on Profit Radio. It's not your normal Christmas music that we play. It's not, you know, uh, Ben Kingsley and all those other people. These are punk rock bands. These are heavy metal bands. There are songs that are from these little duos and stuff. So check them out if you want a new change or a different kind of outlook as far as 
as Christmas music, go to ProfitRadio.com and check them out or check us out over there as well. What? Yeah, that's what I always loved it when working at Home Depot. Listen to Christmas music for eight hours well, a day. Well, this is completely different. It takes all the classics and stuff, and, and people have made up so many different songs. There, I was looking through my catalog, and there's over 3,000 some odd different Christmas music that you've probably never heard before, from punk rock bands to rap artists to R&B artists to country singers. I mean, some of them are just horrible. Have so, you heard the Deacon's version? He Does he do a version? No, I don't do a version of that. But nonetheless, you know, and uh, just a little side note, you know who Brian Bob Gardner from The Office? You know what Cameo is? Cameo is where you yeah, pay he, someone to make a, sh- a short appearance and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So he, he makes the guy from The Office, Kevin, Brian Bob Gardner, makes a million dollars from Cameo in, in a year. million dollars just for doing whatever. I need to get that job is what I want. If you guys want me to go on Cameo, I'll, I'll take a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's like Stan Lee would always do a quick Cameo in the Marvel movies. And we watched, we just watched, what was the latest one? Oh, the, the Chinese one, the Ten Rings? Yeah. God, that was horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was horrible. Well, I mean, it, it was good visual. I, I, I liked, Visually, yes. Yeah. Storyline and all yeah. the other stuff, horrible. Horrible writing. His dad was a, he was not a solid character. The dad was too weak for me, for him to be causing all the mayhem that he did. For me, he was just too mean, or too soft for me. I expect someone with a little, you know, the very, very demonstrative, but he was just like, oh, come here, son. I love you. I got to go kill these 15 people. Oh, son, I love you, and the daughter, and I love you. And then he's crazy enough to think his wife, spoiler alert, he thinks his wife is calling him back. If he was a good, strong man, he'd be like, sorry, babe, you're gone. I got to move on down the road. It was just horrible. He was queuing on. He he believed it. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, We watched... The Last Duel. How was it? It was good. I enjoyed it. It was good. That's with uh, Michael Mathers and... No. What is it? Who's it with? No, it's with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Adam Driver, and Ben Affleck. And it was uh, Ridley Scott. Great, Some great action scenes in it. And a very realistic well, good. medieval movie. Well, we all enjoyed the movies this weekend. Now, didn't we? Now... No, you didn't enjoy it, remember? <laughs> were you... I know I didn't enjoy that one. Now, were you able to see the movies okay, Dan? Now, you wear glasses. Yeah. And I... I don't wear glasses when I watch TV. You don't wear glasses. I need, I need them for reading. Now, I have had my eyes checked. I haven't had them checked probably in about five years. But last time I had 2015 vision. You know what that is, right? It's fi- it's fighter pilot type vision is what I got. Eagle eye. Always watching That's you from watch playing video games all the time. I don't think yeah. it was from that. I think it's just genetics of what yeah. I've got. Now, studies have shown in people with declining eyesight could be given a boost by sh- a short morning doses of seeing red. Now, most of the time you think about seeing red, you think about someone getting angry and stuff, which is not true. Short bursts of red light in the morning has been shown to approve declining eyesight. In tests on 20 participants exposed to three minutes of 670 nanometer deep red light in the morning between 8 a.m. and 9 p.m., improved eyesight by 17% and lasted a week on average. And some volunteers, they've proven as much as 20%. So the link between long-wave long red light and improving vision matches up to what sciences and previous studies on animals and other studies they've done. The red light was limited to a single daily exposure that required Rest led red light energy than usual. So do you think, like, yeah. you know, photographers and stuff, they have to go in these red rooms because of the wavelength in the red room uh, doesn't overexpose the, the thing. Do you think they have better eyesight? Oh, I would, well, uh, would hope so, being a photographer, that they would have better eyesight than um, than normal people. If they go between 8 and 9 in the morning. Yeah. Developing things. And I, I don't even know. I mean, does anyone even get film anymore? Everything's so digital. I don't. I, I mean, I, there probably it, are somewhere. It's kind of like vinyl records. Yeah. You know, you want to hold a record. You want to yeah. feel a record. There are are people that still use like Fuji film, you know, Kodak film, and they process it. it it's an art. It's an art yeah. form in itself. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a certain I, group of people. I read something interesting about vinyl records. Here we go. You know how many grooves there are on the Sgt. Pepper's album? How many grooves? There's one. Well, two if you count both sides. Yes, that's correct. Now there is. There are some records, some comedy records that actually put two grooves on one side, and they'll. And a couple bands have done that as well. I think uh, the White Stripes did it as well. So they'll record a whole. I'm, we're getting sidetracked here, but yeah. bear with me. So you put the record needle on the record, put the needle on the record, and then you'll hear one all the tracks on one side. Change the change that needle, and it just happens to grab the other groove. It's the same tracks, but just a little bit different. You know, a little bit different, off. Different version, maybe different mix. Yeah, different mix. That's what I'm saying. So, Dan, you order your stuff, all your Christmas shopping. Do you do it online or do you physically go into brick-and-mortar stores to go buy your – Oh, I buy everything online. Everything online. I think we're going to do the same thing here as well. My wife has already told me, when packages show up, you're not allowed to look at the labels. You're not allowed to look at anything on them. I'm like, all right, fine. That's fine. Yeah, I don't mind that. Well, this right here, this happened actually last week, and I have an update on it. If I can get rid of all these ads – Hundreds of FedEx, give me a fucking break. Hundreds of FedEx packages were found tossed into an Alabama ravine. 
This was this happened this past uh, November 25th. Look at all these ads bouncing around. Uh, right there, Dan. Yeah, hundreds of FedEx packages were discovered discarded in Ravine Wednesday in Blount Country, Alabama, some 40 miles northwest of Birmingham. Deputies responded Wednesday afternoon to a ravine on a private property where they discovered 300 to 400 FedEx packages that were pinned and thrown away in the ravine. Well, I'm wondering, aren't, aren't people miss the package and where's the tracking? You know, I've, I've had yeah. some packages come up missing and, and the people will, will say, well, just refund your money and, and it's been lost somewhere which is fine no problem right now the the <coughs> office oh all right the, yeah. o- the office says we'll have answers here soon. Well, here, yeah. here's some answers that they have. Yeah. As of today, a FedEx driver who made at least a half a dozen trips to discard hundreds of packages in a wooden ravine in Blount County, Alabama, yeah. according to the local authorities. Roughly 450 people were victims of theft, some of them residents of the county and some are not. The Blount County Sheriff Officer said this will not be easy or fast, close case. The driver has been identified and questioned, so they know who did it, and they know exactly, well, they're trying to find out exactly what happened. So deputies were sent to guard the scene until FedEx workers could arrive to pick up all the packages. So they know who it is. Hopefully later on we'll find out. It wasn't clear why the packages were in the ravine, uh, but they hope to have some answers here soon. So I mean, the guy could have had a mailbox there and they just he just missed the mailbox. But think, think of, why would you, for example, throw just brand new packages just in a ravine and then go on without opening them up? Without It's, it's probably somebody that said, you had to deliver this many packages and they were overwhelmed and couldn't do it and they, and they could probably every they probably scanned them all and he gets paid for them. You get someone said you get two dollars a package for delivering. But if so. it's if it's a, a FedEx truck, van, yeah, whatever yeah. they are, and he's yeah. just throwing them out the back, scan them, throws them out the back. Why yeah. wouldn't you come back later and open up those boxes and get the little goodies inside? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? I'm guessing it's someone kind of low IQ. Would be my <laughs> guess. <laughs> we deal with a lot yeah. of people like that. Yeah. Now, Dan, do you know what negging is? No, but I am going to learn. Negging is the popular flirting technique that hinges on emotional <laughs> manipulation. You look good for your age, and uh, you look way better than you do in your Instagram pictures. Yes, Deacon, nice to see you back in men's clothes again. Yeah. (laughs) Comments like these may seem cheeky banter but play, or playful teasing, but experts will say this is a flirting method isn't harmless as it seems. It's called negging, the virtual dating strategy, when someone deliberately insults you and undermines you in a form of flirting. So is that what you're saying, Dan? Yes. <laughs> you're backhanding me? Yes, backhanded comps. Now, you yeah. you watched um, football this weekend, and yes. you said you watch it in like two, two rooms over from where you were eating? No, the kitchen was in one room and the TV was in the next room. You know what a jumbotron is? Right? Yeah, the, the big football games they have them. It's like a four-sided big screen. Yeah, it's up in the middle, or a basketball game, yeah. or a hockey game has it up in the yeah, up so in the you, rafters. Whether you're north, south, east, or west, you can see the you can see the replays. Pepsi is giving away what they're calling a turkey tron. Now you can still qualify for this, so you can have you can watch your football game at the dinner table. So here it is. It's this big, huge TV with four sides, and it looks like a big jumbotron that you sit right in the middle of the table during your whatever holiday feast. My wife would love that, and I that would be great. <laughs> it in would our match kitchen. Your, yeah. It would match your drapes. Read that right there for me. Dan. Yeah. While food certainly trumps football on the scale of Thanksgiving Day importance, it doesn't fall too far behind. The good news, this year you won't have to take a break from the on-field action, just the feast. They're giving away a four-sided TV centerpiece you can plop right in the middle of your dining room table. So, All right. So here yeah. you go. Let's see if you can still get it. Yeah. Beginning today, fans can hit up Pepsi on Twitter for a chance to win the Cola Maker's one-of-a-kind Turkey Tron. Through 6.59 tonight. Yep, the clock's ticking. You can tweet at Pepsi. While your family deserves the turkey trying, you might just get your way. I just wonder how big that is. So. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, look at it. It looks, what, maybe two sides? Two sides could be a tablet. And then the other one's probably as big yeah. as my monitor here. So like a 31-inch yeah. monitor. So two tablets and two 31-inch monitors in the center of the tray. And I'm yeah. sure if you win, look how they have all the little goodies and stuff. Let me uh, change screens here. Yeah. How you have all the goodies and stuff. There's a football on the table. It's got, like, stuffing in it. Uh, Pepsi. Co products, um, tablecloth is blue. Everything's blue. Oh, right here. Yeah. So here's okay. the here's the sizes and everything. Okay. Thirty. It's got, okay. It's got two vertically set twenty two inch LED TVs and one uh, thirty two inch. One. See, like I said. So there you go. If you want a turkey tron, go over to Tweet Pepsi and ask them to give you a big turkey tron thing. All right, guys. Uh, we got one more segment to get into, and then we'll uh, wrap up the show and let you guys get back to what you got to do. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Christmas this year. 
We all have a story. COVID has affected us all. No one is immune. COVID has not brought us together. It has forced us into a box called social distancing. We all crave closeness and space, but on our own terms. That has been taken away and we may never get it back. The Chinese Communist Party and the World Health Organization insisted on using the COVID acronym. But COVIDSavian.com offers a different meaning for these letters in hoping all people of the world will agree and join in this protest of the disease and the government responsible for the lightning-fast worldwide spread. Control the message and you control the people. Like the disease, COVIDSapien.com does not discriminate against any people or country of origin. We are happy to support the industrious peoples of the world. Show your support by going to COVIDSapien.com and order your official protest gear and show the people you are taking back your space and your story. Go to COVIDSapien.com now. Hello? Now is your chance to win your $10 gas card. So much did I see coming, cockies? They see the word is... Mobile. M-O-B-I-L-E. You all remember what to do whenever anyone says a secret word, right? All entries must be part of the Facebook page. Right! Find us on Facebook, keyword, Profit Radio. The rest of the day, whenever anyone says a secret word, scream real loud! Type in word of the day. Let's try her out. <laughs> oh, Jerry! I got it, plus the word of the day. Yes, be real. How do you like today's secret word? Ooh, I like mobile. Yeah! <laughs> Profit Radio will send you a gas card. Good screaming, everybody. To your address. Mm. You're already good at that. Deacon Live now presents you all the way from Canton, Michigan. This is Jimmy Fight, verified artist on Spotify with numerous songs in his catalog. This is Black Evening Dress. She wore a black evening dress Rose of pearls around her neck Diamonds dancing shine on your ears I have to double track She's a girl I need She's a girl I love Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting live from the COVIDSapien.com studios. Check them out. Go to COVIDSapien.com. Find out who's actually in charge of this whole entire coronavirus and the pandemic and stuff. Who to blame? Who to point the fingers at? And uh, if you want to be heard, everyone wants to be heard, go to ProfitRadio.com as well and click on the Be Heard section. <clears throat> Opens up a little microphone on your on your tablet, on your computer, on your processor, wherever you got, and it leads a voicemail. comes right to our inbox right here, and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. And our very own voice voicemail receiver is it dan how are you yeah i'm doing good and uh some of the voicemails are hilarious i mean <laughs> i i love the comments it, it, it's good for us just to feel the feedback it's good to see what everyone's thinking there's about there's us. some yeah. good ones out there and, and we'll yeah. play them on the air uh, but there's so many it's it's hard to go through some of them but if you got a good funny joke or something like that we'll, we'll put it on the air and you know there's nobody has said anything as bad as what my wife with those names my wife calls me, so, yeah. <laughs> now dan we yeah. uh last week as everyone out there knows uh, we took last week off because we didn't have power here at the french and so we didn't do last week's show. And I promised Dan last week when he came over, I was going to, uh, I made a loaf of bread. Unfortunately, that loaf of bread got eaten, got eaten. And so I made him another one. Now, this one didn't turn out as good. Now it's frozen because I had to freeze okay. it. So here you go. Hold on. My wife had made, was going to give you some soup, but you said, no, you I'm not eating. It. I'm not eating the potato ham soup. I'm sorry. Potato so that, spam. Potato spam soup. I'm still not eating. So yeah, I don't want to hear it. You. I don't want to hear it. So that loaf right there, she let it proof overnight. And she should have just let it proof for a couple hours because when it proofs, you know, it blows up in the little mixing bowl. But it can only do it for so long. For so long, and then it kind of settles back down. It still tastes exactly the same. There's a little corner piece missing off of it because I wanted to test it. I don't want to give you any poison or anything like that or, or a dry popcorn fart, as my father-in-law and used to I say. how do just let it thaw out? Let it thaw out yeah. and then cut you off a nice little piece. Probably put it in the microwave for about 30 seconds to get it warm and use real butter on it, Dan. I use real butter. And yeah. th- that is what I what I called artesian yeah. bread, but from my wife telling me it's artisano. called it's artisano bread. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it's really good. You could probably, do you have any of that potato crap soup left? <laughs> no, she makes it a lot. So so that's good for like dipping in there. Everyone loves, she goes, she, everyone Kathy's given to nope. loves it. So. Nope. Yep. Nope. Sorry. Not going with it. All right, guys. Um, Let's see. Where we leave off? All right. Now, are you familiar with uh, Pulp Fiction? We were talking yeah. mer- movies yeah. earlier and you were asking yeah. me, D- have I ever seen Pulp Fiction? I said, yeah, it, at, the, at the time that it came out. It's one of my favorite movies <clears throat> and it's one of my favorite 
uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. So, so when it came out, it was a time in my life where I, I was like 20, 21 years old, and it was like the perfect movie for the perfect time right then and there. Now, here's what's going on with it. They're, they're still, you know the famous picture of, or the poster of Pulp Fiction, where it's got Uma Thurman. Smoking a cigarette? In the yeah. black outfit, and yeah. she's smoking a cigarette. So right here, Dan. Yeah, the image of Thuma. Irma. Uma Thurman in the, in the poster for Pulp Fiction, lounging in black bob hair as a character, Mia Wallace, where the guns, cigarettes, and pulpy reading material is one of the most iconic marketing images of all time. It has also been the subject of a lawsuit and copyright between Merrimax Films and Farouz Zahida, who is the photographer who snapped the picture feet. Now a judge has decided it all. Zahida shot the photo of Thurman at his private studio in 1994 and was suing Merrimax for using the image on untold thousands of consumer products. So he, they, he, yeah. he agreed to shoot the picture yeah. for the movie thing. And yeah. then they used yeah. that picture of Uma Thurman on like lunchboxes and thermoses and, and you know, posters for the. Yeah. No, he had yeah. permission to yeah. do movie promotions yeah. like that just yeah. for the and the, the DVD package and the insert yeah. for that. But then they started, like I said, they started putting them on lunchboxes and pencils and all these other different things. And then that's when he had a problem. But sometime in the last 27 years, the yeah. studio misplaced the signed documents that made the agreement official, of course, uh, so they couldn't dig up anything to prove that. So right now, they're, the judge rules in favor of Miramax, regardless of the actual agreement that they had in the beginning. So, so, the, so Miramax lost all the paperwork, and they still won because of the uh, statute of limitations. Statute of limitations, long. and yeah. basically it's Miramax, yeah. which is a you know it, he's a giant compared to. Yeah. Now, do you know how the? Here's a little tidbit for you. Do you, yeah. you know where the name Miramax came from? No idea. That is the the guy who owns Miramax. That's his yeah. mom and dad's name, Mira yeah. and Max. Oh, okay. So he named the the production company after his mom and dad. So I yeah. just so you guys know when you see Miramax, I don't think they're around anymore. I think they've uh, they've been sold and uh, Weinsteined out the out the door there. So Dan, you were up here. What was it uh, the other week? And you took a nap on the old uh, the casting couch yeah. over there here yeah. in the studio. Sometimes I'll hit it just a I'll, I'll hit a wall in the afternoon and I need a fifteen minute power nap. I I used to take naps all the time when I was working for Home Depot and I was working for I would I would love that hour that hour lunch break. I would yeah. scarf my food down in like yeah. four point five minutes yeah. and then I'd go out to my truck and I'd lay the seat back and just roll the windows down and just zonk yeah. out. I mean, just like yeah. what I call coma sleep. Yep. And it, as hot as it was, I rolled my windows down and I closed my eyes and pretend I was on a nice beach. <laughs> you know, a, a beach without without hypodermic needles and beer bottles and stuff. So in Hong yeah. Kong, leave it to those guys, are paying to go on a bus rides to nowhere and have a quiet spot to doze off or get away from the family for five hours. So a local tour agency in Hong Kong is running bus services catering to those desperately in need of a nap. The bus, The quiet bus service travels 52 miles and provides a place for tired Hong Kong's Hong Kongers to rest. Tickets will be between 12 and 51 dollars for a five-hour experience. So here you go. Yeah, would you pay 51 dollars to go on a bus ride to nowhere for some tired people in Hong Kong looking for a seat to snooze in? The answer is yes. For five hours, the double-decker tour bus now ferries tired Hong Kong workers looking to rest their weary bones on its seats for a 52-mile stretch. Tickets cost 12 bucks on the lower deck and 51 for the upper deck. If you're sleeping, go. Unless you got people going up and down the aisles and bumping into your ass, you know, bumping your head and bumping your yeah. arm and stuff, trying to get up to the upper level. Yeah, and I guess they also run a regular you know, sightseeing service, but sleeping seemed to be order of the day. People so, come in and sleep. So yeah. this bus right here, I guess, does the sightseeing stuff yeah. during the day, and then at night, you can't see anything because of you know whatever it is. And so they go, let's open it up for <laughs> a rolling sleeping cot. That's one thing about this show. We'll come up with stuff I just have not seen before. So. <laughs> and yeah. have you used any of our topics because Dan you've only been oh. with the program for just less than a year now I, I, and we've been doing this for last I think six not 16 sorry I take that yeah. back for last 13 years there's, you there's things I pop up that we talk on a show and I'll talk to my wife or bring something up or something will show up on TV and I go oh did you know this or, <laughs> you, you know so it's, you've got the inside scoop yeah so as, as hard as I try I'm learning stuff on the show and the so, funny part yeah. is my wife she loves the yeah. show she'll actually listen yeah. to you know yeah. oh, I'm not listening to your pop she, she will sit down and she will listen to the podcast because her job, and there's a lot of people out there in the same boat, their job are so focused on that desk, on their computer, on a call, and you know they're working from home, they can't have the luxury of, of watching a news feed or listening to the radio or doing any of that stuff. So my wife keeps up to date with, with the show, so I appreciate her as well. Now, this guy right here is not driving in a bus. He's actually in a one of those autonomous cars. Now, there's a hack. Dan, you're going to have to read this to me because yeah. uh, I read it and I still don't understand it. So, you ready? Yeah. Let's see. I guess there's a yeah. I have, try, try, try this right here. Yeah, I have a lot of problems with level two semi-automated driver assist systems from all car makers and why 
Tesla tends to get most of the attention with the autopilot, the truth is they all have flaws. They're flawed because they ask two things from humans that they're simply not equipped to give. Constant attention and readiness to take over when the machine does not do the work and sometimes not being total idiots, you know. So um, All right, so right here, this is yeah. this is what I don't understand. So read this slowly for me. Oh, okay. Using a water bottle that's jammed in the steering wheel to defeat the Peugeot's 508's inadequate driver monitoring system, which seems to consist of just a torque sensor and a driving wheel, our idiot climbed in the back seat to pretend while the car was using its driver's assist pack well beyond its intended capabilities. So I guess there's some sensor that they have, and maybe they need the moisture from your hand or something, but he stuck a bottle in the steering wheel, and that... So here's the yeah. video. I guess, yeah. yeah, like Dan was saying, that, that the water bottle in the steering wheel yeah. tricks the computer to think that your hand's on the steering yeah. wheel, I guess? It's got moisture from the body or something. So here's the video. Yeah. Go to uh, four. video four on this one. Okay. And let's blow this up so everyone's... I'm going to get... Our, oh, here we go. So here's the thing. So it's late at night, and he's got his indoor uh, light on, and you can see the water bottle on his dashboard or on his steering yeah, wheel. stuck in the steering wheel. Now, I want you to listen to the actual audio track that's playing as well. Let me double check, make sure I got everything up and running here, and we're all looking good because I want everyone to hear this and see this at the same time. So here, oh, yeah, right here. Here we go. Back to the beginning. And here we go. You ready? Yeah. Now, this is over in, what did I say, Belgium? Where did I say this was from? It's, it's some in, state it's that doesn't speak Europe. English. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can see the steering wheel going yep. back and forth. Yep, and you squeeze the bottle so it thinks that someone's hands are there. That's but you what hear what doing. song's yeah. playing? I just died in your arms tonight. Yeah. From the 80s. So the, here goes the car. It's veering yeah. off to the right. Yeah. He's closing out, and it veers off to the or yeah. starts. It corrects itself, goes back to the left. Driving better than I do. It's <laughs> kind of weird. You see the steering wheel moving back and forth, staying within the lanes. Yep. Except for yep. here. Yep. <laughs> what happened? That car's rolling over and tipping over and rolling. So. <laughs> the car couldn't decipher between the dotted line yeah. and the solid line, so it took the it, took a right hand turn off a left hand exit and uh, rolled over and fell into the or rolled over a couple times. I hope he's okay, but I mean that's what. Let's see. Yeah, well, it shouldn't say in the story. Did he leave the gene pool? I don't know. Let's see. What else does it say on this right here? Uh, it, luckily, it's, nobody it's inside. Romantic. Right here. Right here. Yeah, nobody inside or outside the car appears to be injured, and hopefully a lesson was learned here. So, so the driver assist yeah. systems are not self-driving, yeah. uh, not even close. So that's what it was. It wasn't a self-driving car. It was the corrective. Uh, we drove a car in. Have you ever seen assisted driving or driven a Have assist- you ever drawn a Puget? It's I, a Peugeot. Yeah. I, well, that. I have, I don't know anyone. I've seen a few of them. I put gas in a few of them when I worked in the gas station. Right. But, so the, yeah. the, the driver assist, uh, we were driving in New York. We rented a car. And if I got too close to the red line, it would vibrate yeah. and make and turn the car back away from the – and it's yeah. annoying. Like if you yeah. want to take a turn, like a, you want to go deep into the pocket of a left-hand yeah. turn, you know, yeah. if it's steep, you drop below that line. It wants to – it vibrates and, and wants to bring you back over. And that's exactly what this thing was thinking, that there was a hand on the wheel and guess what it, not so much it fell off the <laughs> fell off the road and flipped over romania romania is where he's from now dan do you have any um family pictures that you're embarrassed about uh whether it be you as a child or you as an adult or anything like that i have to say i have we there's about 10 pictures of us from the time i was born till i was married we did not have a camera we did so you mean in the whole world of the, yeah. the there's only 10 pictures of you on the planet yeah there's pictures of our relatives older relatives and stuff but our family do we did not own a camera and there were some pictures that were taken of us but very few and they're not really that embarrassing so this kid right here now owen mills you're familiar with owen mills yeah owen mills uh, for those of you who aren't, aren't familiar with it was the place where you went to go get your family picture photo taken and it's always in this big wooden frame and everyone's dressed you know they were big in the 80s and they put a background with a library behind you something some stupid like thing. that yeah. or you know and uh they for whatever reason sometimes they'll have everyone just like look off to the left in one direction not looking like at the camera they always have one just kind of peering off to the left a little bit well this guy right here kyle Steele, is that right am i saying that right shield shield i'm sorry grew up looking at the family portrait as he hung it in, in his parents house in the past 30 years now you know you've seen those photos they're horrible they're always dated everyone's got the bad haircut and stuff the photo of his dad 
absolutely hates this photo. For whatever reason, the photographer, right before he took the picture, he told his dad, all right, dad, yeah. we need you to turn your head down to the left and look to the right. But nobody else in the picture has their head down looking to the right. And this family or this photo has been held up in the family's house yeah. for 30 years, and it's horrible. So here's what happened. Yeah, and everybody's face was straight up and his, his tilted to the right. Right, so, so he's a little yeah. you know out of step with the world. So the son actually yeah. took the father's head, photoshopped it so it was up and down straight, but took everyone else's head and turned it to the exact opposite of what his dad was doing. So yeah. everyone's head is looking to the right. And you can see this photo here on Profit Radio. And here's, let's see, here's the video of actually what happened. Hopefully we can this hear is it all. the best gift idea I've ever had. Picture that's hung in my... Oops, here we go. It's my dad, my mom. It's I got my it. dad, my mom, me, my brother, my cousins, and my uncles. Yeah. My dad hates this picture so much because for no discernible reason, the photographer made only my dad tilt his head. And my dad didn't know that until after the picture was already developed. My dad hates the picture, but it's important to my mom, so it continues to hang in the house. But this year I realized, Kyle, you have Photoshop. You can fix this. Pivot, pivot, <laughs> pivot. Perfect. Oh, wait. One more thing. <laughs> <laughs> he turns right, everyone else's head. All right, guys. That's him seeing it for the first time before his dad. He's showing us a picture. That looks cool. Follow to see what happens when I give it to him. Part two. There's been a picture in this house that dad has not liked for a long time. And I realized this year that I had the power to fix it. Oh my gosh. And his father's probably 30 years older now. Right. Yeah, he's probably in mid-60s. I just took that picture down. That's a great joke. Yeah. yeah. That, that'll go down in history for the family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife, Kathy, is really good at Photoshop. Uh-huh. And she had a picture where she was fixing the sparkle in some in eyes, but there were like five girls in the picture, and one girl had the brightest, whitest teeth compared to the other girls. And Kathy went and darkened that girl's teeth so they didn't stand out in the photo. But I'm sure if that girl ever found out that Kathy did it, she'd gouge her eyeballs out. She did it good. She made it. I mean, she she's really good at Photoshop. All right. Yeah. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to us, downloading us. Uh, make sure you follow us and share us on all your social networks and follow us on our uh, social links as well. On behalf of IT Dan. Yes. Been good. My name is Adikin saying goodnight. Saying goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. The end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.